Hi again, this is World Pastor Tony Alamo. This is program number 628. If you'd like to have a copy of it, Sharon will tell you how. Uh, please specify whether you want a CD or an audio tape. They're both free, including the postage and handling. I've got uh, songs, letters, and a powerful message from the Lord God. Um, but right now, let's pray. Father, anoint this service, number 628. Anointed, um, it's what you gave me to do, and therefore I believe with all my heart you're going to anoint me to give the people in the world the message that uh, you want them to hear. Uh, Father, uh, destroy the works of Satan, uh, destroy his works, and uh, destroy him, bind him, rebuke him. Uh, shut every door for him, embarrass him, put him to open shame, confuse him, Father God. Make him uh, know that you are God and let us see it and let the whole world see it openly in the mighty name of Jesus and open, close every door of opportunity for him to destroy your church. Uh, I know that he can't do it. And the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. And also, Lord God, I pray that you'll open great and mighty doors unto us. Give us of everything that you want us to have. You said that whatsoever we asked in your name, Jesus, that you would give it to us if we are serving you with our whole heart, soul, mind, and strength. So we're uh, we're trusting you that you will do it because you said it and you can't lie, die, or fail. And therefore, we ask it in Jesus' name, and we know that we have it. In Jesus' name, and everyone says amen. Amen. All right, praise the Lord. Now, here's uh, my good friend who's gone on to be with the Lord, Porter Wagner, to sing for you, Swing Low, Sweet Chariot. That means Holy Spirit, come down and take me to heaven in prayer. And Lord, when I give up my... Uh, Spirit, when you take my spirit on, take me right into heaven. Swing low, sweet chariot, Porter Wagner. Swing low, swing low, sweet chariot, sweet chariot, I'm an to carry me. Oh. Well, I looked over Jordan, what did I see? Coming for to carry me home Was a band of angels and they coming after me Coming for to carry me home Swing low, sweet cherry Coming for to carry me home Swing low, sweet cherry Coming for to carry me home. Now, if you get there before I do, coming for to carry me home. I want you to tell all of my friends. I'll soon be there too. Coming for to carry me home.
Why don't you swing down, sweet chariot stopping? Let me ride, swing down, sweet chariot stopping. Let me ride, swing down, sweet chariot stopping. Let me ride, coming for to carry me home. Swing low, swing low, sweet chariot, coming for to carry me home. Coming for to carry me oh Praise the Lord. You know, there's all kinds of different radio stations that because we're getting to the people out in the world. I'm really getting to them. Uh, they know that I'm the real deal. And the government's got a bunch of radio stations that keep calling me and telling me that there's some concerned citizens uh, that are wanting to know. They hear these tales of uh, child abuse in my church and polygamy marriages. And I keep saying uh, I'm not going to answer those. I'm answering on my own program. I have my own program. Government agents have uh, infiltrated into my church, Joseph Telefero being one, and John Peeler being another one. These are FBI people, and they have written statements. And I've uh, had them, and we've read them on the air on my program, and they said there's no such thing occurring in our church. And Joseph Telefero, they said that, uh, he, he said, they're going to kill me for telling these things, but I, I can't let this go. I know this is a real church of the Lord. And John Peeler, Clinton, uh, hired him uh, and told him that he wanted to, him to assassinate me. And he says, I went there and I've never seen a better church in my life. And the people there are, the children are beautiful, they're wonderful, and they uh, are treated better than any children he'd ever seen in his life. And uh, that there's no abuse. He saw no polygamy going on in our church. And even if there was polygamy, it's of the Lord. I, and what I'm trying to do is protect these people in that what they call a polygamy cult there in uh, Texas by telling that it's of the Bible. But uh, the ones that are actually doing it, uh, these things, is that homosexual... Uh, which is against the, the Lord completely. He burns them up and he said they're worthy of death. The homosexual cult in Rome that is controlling the government and the media. And so he's got them calling up, uh, these, uh, news stations and will you do an interview? There is a lot of people that are interested in, uh, they're concerned about the children in your church. The people that are doing, uh, saying that are not interested in the children in my church. I'm the one that's interested in the children in my church. I've been raising children and very fine children for around 40, uh, almost 44 years. And the government agents that have infiltrated into us, they've never found one thing. Even the news media has uh, gotten into our church and they've been saved. Joseph Talaferro with the FBI got saved in my church. He infiltrated and wanted to do a hatchet job on us in the news media, which is Satan's voice, 
and uh, he went away with the saying he was saved. He gave his heart to the Lord there. Never saw a better church in his life. Never saw children treated better in his whole life. And so, you know, of course, that's what this is all about in Texas over there, is they're trying to make somebody look real bad for being a polygamist. We're not, uh, there's no polygamy in the church. There's no teenage or preteen marriages. You can believe me or you can believe the people that love to lie and uh, to carry fables and all this. Uh, I'm just telling you that uh, I, I'm not doing any interviews because every time they do, they bring a bunch of liars on and they say they're the concerned citizens. These people are not concerned about anything except uh, if they can, they'd love to destroy the work of God, but they can't. And it's really frustrating them a lot. And the backsliders who've now become homosexuals and drug addicts and booze hounds and all this, of course, they, uh, what it is, a lot of them were former Catholics and now, uh, the government is paying them to harass us with these things. Uh, why should I do interviews over and over and over again with them? Because we've done that and all they do is turn them into smear campaigns. But again, government workers, many of them have infiltrated our church and have never been able to bring one accusation against us. None of the things that they're saying are true. If you believe that they're true, well, you know, I can't stop you from believing what you're believing, uh, lies, but, uh, you know, God will take care of you as well if you believe. Um, now, you can infiltrate our church. I have nothing to hide. A lot of people have, and a lot of people probably will. And you'll see that there's none of these things going on in the church. Our people are treated better than any other uh, church on the face of this earth. And we preach the real truth. I preach the truth. You go to the Vatican, and you're going to get uh, your indoctrination into homosexuality and child molestation and uh, pedophile this uh they're saying they're going to end this the vatican has been up to uh, every evil thing on the face of this earth i didn't want to have to say this but um, people have infiltrated the vatican as well and said they have little naked girls and boys serving food to the pope and uh nobody why is the it that the government and the news meter doesn't go after the, these people. They said, well, the Pope said he was going to uh, make sure that the things are changed at the Vatican and all the Catholic cults. They've never uh, done that. They're hiding those homosexuals and those pedophiles. They hide them in Rome just like they hid uh, the others that were with John Wilkes Booth that assassinated President Lincoln. Uh, they assassinated him, and then they took him, they fled into Canada, the ones that were a whole bunch of conspirators. And then Canada, the Canadian Catholic cult, uh, transported them to the Vatican, and they hid them there until the day that they died. And that's what they're uh, covering up for all these uh, homosexuals. Now, if there was a homosexual that molested somebody in my church, I'd throw them out immediately, and I wouldn't think about paying uh, the people that were molested money. Uh, why did they not kick them out immediately? And why would they have to pay hundreds of millions of dollars to different people?
Then they say, well, the Pope says, well, I apologize to them. What good is that? They sh these priests have to be, um, they have to be prosecuted to the limit of the law. But you know what the Pope says? He says that there is, um, uh, that we are above civil authority. We, I am God. I, uh, no one can prosecute me or tell me what doest thou. No, he's not God. John Paul II was a homosexual. And God is not a homosexual. He hates homosexuality. And he destroys homosexuals that don't repent. And uh, Ratzinger, the current pope, what they call Pope, pope uh, Benedict or something to this effect. Benedict? You know, they just make up stuff. The other pope, John Paul II, that passed away, in other words, God died, right? Uh, God never dies. It's impossible for him to die, to lie, to fail. And this pope looks like he's got one foot in the grave and the other one in a funeral home. He won't be around long. God will destroy him. He comes up and says, well, you know, we're going to ask uh, our uh, priest not to, uh, uh, you know, to uh, have sex with little boys and girls. And if there's any, he's, he's <laughs> the whole Vatican and all the homosexuals in there are laughing and applauding that he did such a good job of acting. You thought that John Paul too was an actress? Well, you're looking at one right there. He didn't dare come into Los Angeles because I put the word out on him for years. Uh, hundreds of millions of pieces of literature uh, showing people what this horrible, ugly, uh, homosexual and child molesting cult is. And yet people uh, are just so, they just uh, uh, giggle and are so happy when they see this devil, this uh, satanic antichrist devil, a homosexual devil, child molesting devil doing what he does and uh, it's so nauseating the way that the media builds him up and it does everything in their power to tear down people that are really doing a, a job for God. This man is doing a job for Satan, we're doing a job for God. You be the judge. Infiltrate our church. Go ahead. And... Um, they won't do it anymore because they all get saved when they come in. If you want to get saved, infiltrate our church and see if you can find any polygamy in our church or any uh, child uh, abuse or anything like that. And you'll see that what the media has been saying for all these years in the government are lies. The Bible says that Satan is a liar and the father of it. And then the Bible says that Satan's seat is in Rome. This is Mystery Babylon the Great. And the Lord says he's going to split that big city into three parts and he's going to destroy the Vatican. He's going to destroy it with fire. And people will look a long ways off. They'll stand aside all the merchants of the world and the kings and queens and presidents. And they'll veep like the woman for her because uh, she's burning and they don't have any more traffic. They can't uh, do any business as usual anymore. Well, 
Praise the Lord. Now, infiltrate our church if you're so concerned. You won't do that because you're afraid of truth. But the truth is, is that there's none of these things that the media has been saying for years or are, 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 are accelerating in these last days about us because we're really, I'm really getting to them, folks. Really getting to them. And I'm, you know how I'm doing it? I'm using the double-edged sword, the word of God. The word of God tells you exactly what they are. And they even admit that they're homosexuals and that they're child molesters. And they paid the judges off and they paid the kids off so they stopped squawking. There isn't one case like that in my church. Now you judge according to the word of God who's right and wrong. Is God and his word and his people right or is Satan and his Pope and all the homosexuals that are under him the grand homosexual and the grand child molester. Even John Paul II was accused of, uh, and it was proven that he had uh, used to go to these different um, uh, factories in Krakow, Poland, when he was just a priest. And he'd go up to the daycare center in there because uh, this is how they entice people to go to work. Uh, in those uh, factories is to have a daycare center in there. And they said he would pay visits to those daycare centers, and the kids were squawking their brains out because they said he was molesting them. Uh, this is a filthy, the lowest guttural uh, cult on the face of this earth. And they come in with that funny hat on and this funny garb of his and very like wobbles off of the uh, plane because God has cursed this evil man and his cult. And they don't have the numbers that they say they have. Back around 20 years ago, they said, I cut that church, that cult, in half. And they claimed to have a billion souls then that to go there. And uh, then they says, they only have a half a billion now. And uh, they said that... Uh, that Tony Alamo did it, and it would be wonderful if Pastor Alamo became a Catholic because it would be like a, uh, a uh, an Apostle Paul conversion. I would never convert to the devil, and they know that. They offered me a billion dollars if I'd lay off. There isn't any amount of money on the face of this earth which, that would cause me to not uh, fight him. He He's coming against us. He sent me to prison for uh, six years on a false, trumped-up charge. I was railroaded into prison uh, for the gospel, for preaching the gospel, and for exposing the Antichrist on this earth. And uh, I went through it with flying colors because God is my shepherd, and he was with me every minute that I was, every second that I was in prison. And I'm back. I'm back. And we have some letters today. Where's the first one from? From Ghana, Africa. All right, let's hear what they have to say. Dear beloved servant of God, I am very proud of you after seeing and hearing what your ministry is doing. And I always say, may the Almighty God bless you abundantly. Pastor Tony, I thank you for the materials you sent to me. And may the Almighty God bless you. I was very delighted when I read your literature and your letter telling me that I can become part of the Lord's compassionate, soul-winning team. Hold on a minute. I was talking about this uh, 
Pope and Clinton hiring uh, John Peeler, uh, an FBI agent, to uh, to uh, assassinate me. Well, he said he went around our church and talked to all the people over there. He said he'd never met a finer bunch of people. He said that I was squeaky clean. And you know what this scumbag of a cult did? Because he wouldn't assassinate me, they threw his son in prison. He's been there, I believe, for over 10 years now. For nothing. He didn't do a thing. They just trumped up charges on him. And they're trumping up charges on innocent people like uh, you can't believe. Uh, innocent people are an abomination unto them. Uh, people that love God are an abomination to them because, let's face it, they are possessed with the spirit of Satan. In other words, they're possessions of Satan. And therefore, they hate anything that is God. It is the Pope and his, uh, the Bible says that Satan's seat there in Rome in the Vatican. And uh, it doesn't say Vatican, but it explains the church itself. It tells you that it is uh, the they are reigning over all the people that are in strategic places on earth. They are the presidents of the United States are all uh, his puppets. Uh, the only ones that are able to run for president are those that will kiss the uh, Pope's feet in his ring. And uh, they've been doing this for years. We've been under that horrible satanic regime. All the trouble of the world is coming from there. The Bible says that every abomination, that she is the mother of every abomination on earth, every filthy, rotten sin that's happening to you, uh, or the evil thing that's happening to you, you righteous people out there. It's not coming from anyone else but the Vatican. And then for these naive people that have had their sons and daughters raped and abused by this bunch of devils, he comes and acts home, you know, uh, as I, well, they actually made a statement that you know, we've forgiven the children for uh, turning the priests on. Doesn't that nauseate you? You know, this is so sick. In other words, the girls wore short skirts. Well, you know, <laughs> little girls, five, six, seven-year-old girls, and the little boys, they, they showed uh, a little bit too much flesh. And, you know... Uh, there's the devil, and we get tempted. I mean, he's apologizing for... The Bible says to put on the full armor of God, so these things wouldn't bother anybody. I mean, that wouldn't bother me before I became a Christian. I mean, I see little girls and boys, and I thought that was just so nice to see little boys playing and little girls playing and everything. It never occurred to me that anybody could want to have sex with them. And, you know, you people buy anything. You know why? Because most of you are so drugged up that you believe that. You hate me because I tell you what you are. Okay? Now, to those of you that want to love righteousness and want to be saved, you have to keep all the commandments of the Lord and serve him with your entire heart. Okay? So, again, I say, infiltrate my church. You come and visit our church, my church. 
I have churches all over the world and see if there's any of that going on. And if there is, I know there isn't anything like that going on in the United States. And I don't believe that there's anything like that going on in our churches in Africa, India, in over, uh, I forget how many countries. It's the worst in every country in the world. So uh, we've just taken on a bunch more stations also. Uh, we're going to be doing all of Europe and also uh, saturating uh, Africa again. And we're now uh, going into Detroit and Windsor, Ontario, and stations all over the country, more and more every day. All right, so uh, continue the letter. I was very delighted when I read your literature and your letter telling me that I can become part of the Lord's compassionate, soul-winning team. This is because in my area, they did not believe in God. But through your literature and your book entitled The Messiah, most people are suddenly changed. Because of this, I am writing to let you know I am capable, capable of doing the works of God. Pastor Tony, I would like to, you to send me many of your newsletters and your book entitled The Messiah, which is winning souls in my area. Pastor, I would also like you to put me on your monthly distribution list. Thank you. Hope to hear from you in the soonest possible time. Thank you in advance for not failing my request. Yours in Christ, N. Samuel Ishmael from Accra, Ghana, Africa. Right. Now, these FBI people are saying that they're going to try to kill you and make it look like an accident. One such uh, situation happened in, um, we were driving out of Falk, Arkansas to go to uh, Texarkana. It's about a 20 to 30 minute drive and a vehicle, a big armored looking vehicle, it was heavy, started heading for us. And uh, the driver uh, started heading off the road because it, it was about two miles away. They were gradually coming to our side of the road. And finally, we weren't going off fast enough, so I grabbed a hold of the wheel and turned it even more. I got, ditched the car, and it still hit the rear end of our vehicle and caused damage to some of the people in the car. If it would have hit its head on, we'd have all been dead for sure. And... Uh, the guy said that he was just looking down at the floor for something that he dropped. What, for two miles he was not looking out the window? We know that the man was hired by the Vatican to uh, make it look like an accident. And the police officers were, that were there, uh, they said, well, no, he, he just was looking for something on the floor. Never arrested him. Uh, nothing. My, uh, little boy was in the, uh, car as well. And, um, several people from the church. And we were headed, uh, a lot of times I take, uh, the brothers to downtown, uh, to buy clothing for them. Or I'll take a, a load of the sisters down to buy things for them. And, uh, again, I say, in government agents, you all infiltrate my church. Go to church over there because you need it. If you do, you're going to get saved unless you're just so hard. Your hearts are so hard, but I believe you'll be saved for sure if you go there. There's no blockades at our door. We don't uh, keep people there. If they, if they're, uh, I throw a lot of people out of the church. But if, if they decide that they want to uh, sin, I throw them out immediately. I don't wait. And um, so there you go. You're invited. 
Everyone's invited to my church. Come on in, infiltrate us, check it out, talk to the kids, talk to uh, people there. Uh, go to the services and see for yourself. All right? Uh, then uh, what else did you have there uh, in the line of letters? A nursing home response from Shreveport, Louisiana. Okay. After being invited back to this nursing home, four new residents and one staff member, 17 total, attended the service. They received the spirit-filled gospel service with enthusiasm and joy. The new souls were one to the Lord, and they repeatedly asked us to come back soon. The activity director said the residents and staff really look forward to our services directed by Pastor Lamo because they are strengthened and encouraged. She said she has never seen children as well behaved as the children in the Tony Lamo ministry. Sincerely, Sister Terry. Well, she's not the only one. Nobody's seen children so well behaved and so polite and so uh, you can tell that they are loved very much and that uh, they're uh, you know, we had a bunch of guys out here in Los Angeles, uh, the sheriffs and FBI and everybody go out to our church and pull over a hundred children out of the church and out in a cold, freezing morning. It was very cold up there. Frost was on the ground and everything. They made them take their clothes off in front of each other and, uh, pretending like they were there to, um, examine the kids. Can you imagine that a bunch of sheriffs? A lot of them are homosexuals. They're hiring homosexual police officers. Isn't that something? They were flirting with some of our uh, men. Uh, they're disgusting. Uh, the uh, This whole uh, government system is disgusting. They themselves bombed the World Trade Center. They bombed, uh, they burnt, slaughtered the people at Waco. And then they are the ones that were involved also in the federal building in Oklahoma City bombing. Uh, they're not to protect us. What they are is to destroy us. That's what they're trying. And so all the Christians in the world, my solution to the whole thing is get a hold of the Lord and pray with me that God will destroy them. That God will destroy them, either by getting them saved or whatever. I'm not telling God what to do. Okay, now, um, that was very good. Now we're back into the 11th chapter of the book of Hebrews. So we uh, ended at uh, verse 8, chapter 11. Give me a minute here to look it up. Okay, now verse 9. Who's reading? I'll read. Share it. Okay, go ahead. By faith he sojourned in the land of okay, promise. Okay, Abraham, uh, this uh, polygamist, by faith he sojourned in the land of promise. Now, it wasn't the land yet, but God was promising it as in a strange country, uh, dwelling in tabernacles with Isaac and Jacob. Oh, isn't this wonderful? Jacob. Uh, Isaac and Jacob, the polygamist, he had four wives. And the uh, all the uh, children that were born of him, all the men, their names are above all the gates in the kingdom of heaven. That, to me, is a great endorsement 
for a polygamist marriage. Uh, and now I know that uh, you've been trained. You people are not Middle Easterners. And we're the ones that wrote the Bible. And we're the ones that knows what it's saying. And we're, and you think that the Lord's word is evil and his people are evil, like uh, Jacob, whose name was turned to Israel. The 12 tribes of the uh, of uh, Israel, their names are above the gates in the kingdom of heaven. And they're singing the song of Moses, the polygamist who had three wives. And uh, all the people in heaven are singing those songs. So uh, dwelling in tabernacles with Isaac and Jacob, whose name was turned to Israel. Jacob the polygamist. Polygamy is not a sin. But I'm not encouraging people to become polygamists. There's no polygamist in our church. There is no teenage or preteen marriages in my church. Jacob, the heirs with him of the same promise. So they are the heirs of the kingdom of heaven. And if you think they're evil, then you're going to hell. Do you think Jesus is evil too? He comes from a polygamous marriage. Well, you don't like the Bible then, right? Because you think God is wrong and that you're right. I had an aunt, uh, that Viola, her name was. She's dead now. She says, Tony, do not read the Bible. If you do read only the red letters, Oh, the, where Jesus is speaking because the Bible is nasty. Uh, she was in an insane asylum because she's crazy. And anyone that thinks the same way is crazy uh, because they have the spirit of Satan in them and Satan is crazy. What good is it for him if he did rule the world? And he did for a while, but hes uh, it's over with now. Jesus put an end to him. What good was it for him to be ruler of the world for a short period of time and then lose his own soul and spend eternity in the lake of fire? That's where he's going. That's where his home will be, screaming and yelling and uh, grinding his teeth and chewing on his tongue with all the other people that believe that the word of God is evil. For, okay, then uh, verse 10, Sharon. For he looked for a city which hath foundations. Who's that? Wasn't that Abraham? Yes. He looked for a city which hath foundations, whose builder and maker is God. Well, the 12 tribes of Israel, all the saints, they are the foundation of the kingdom of heaven. They are the body of Christ. If you read the Bible, you would see what I'm telling you is the truth, and I'm reading it right here to you. Uh, so the baker, this is not a, uh, a church or the kingdom of heaven that's been built by man. It was built uh, by God. For he looked for a city, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. But Abraham, in this case, whose builder and maker is God. I don't want to lose out on that city. I don't want to go to hell. And I don't care how uh, 
uh, you know, Satan tries to make it look like to me that the word of God is filthy. I know that it's pure and beautiful and true. Okay, verse 11, Sharon. Through faith also, Sarah herself received strength to conceive seed. And Yeah, this was a miracle. Sarah was beyond the age of having children. And God gave her strength. Now, this is the most, the whole Jewish nation is the most supernatural bunch of people that ever lived uh, because every single one of them was raised out of a uh, Sarah's womb, a dead woman, it's the same as being dead, and Abraham was b- beyond the age of being able to have children. And uh, through faith, though, God told him that he's going to have a son, that Sarah will uh, bear a son. His name was Isaac. Uh, raised from the dead already there, herself received strength to conceive seed from her, the same as dead husband, Abraham, the polygamist, and was delivered of a child when she was past age because she judged him God faithful who had promised that she was, they laughed when God said that. Then she denied that she laughed, but the Lord said, you did laugh. Okay, now verse 12, Sharon. Therefore sprang there even of one, and him as good as dead, so many as the stars of the sky in multitude. Right, that's the entire Jewish nation. So there's so many of them that no one could possibly count them. There's so many stars that it's impossible to count them all. And there's so many Jews now that it's impossible to count them all. Okay, then what? So many as the stars of the sky in multitude and as the sand which is by the seashore innumerable. Yeah, you can't denumber that. Then verse uh, 13. These all died in faith not having received the promises, but having seen them afar off. Yeah, so they saw that uh, Jesus was coming to earth, that the Messiah was coming to earth, and they by faith uh, believed that. So these all died, you know, Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, and uh, the 12 patriarchs um, from this... uh, Man, these men that had many wives, they all died. Now, the word polygamous is an ugly-sounding word, but they had many wives, and everybody knows that. David had many wives. Gideon had many wives. He had, what, 70 sons and many daughters. So they all died in faith. The main thing is that you believe um, the Word of God, and they believed the Word of God, that it was okay uh, that Christ was coming into the world uh, through them. Uh, there's the genealogy in the book of Matthew, chapter 1, and elsewhere, and you can see that they all had faith, not having received the promise. In other words, the promises. They hadn't, they didn't know these things, but they got to go to heaven. That one thing is the most important thing. But having 
uh, seen them afar off and were uh, persuaded of them. In other words, the word of God persuaded them. Because the word of God is the actual power to make you believe and make you not ashamed of the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ because it's the power of God unto salvation. And embraced them. They hugged them. They kissed the promises. Uh, even though they were far off. And confessed that they were strangers and pilgrims on the earth. This earth is not my home, and it wasn't their home. We're here like pilgrims, where the Lord said we're like sheep among wolves. Okay, Sharon, now verse 14. For they that say such things declare plainly that they seek a country. Verse 15. That they seek a country that's not in this world or of this world. Verse 15. And truly, if they had been mindful of that country from whence they came out, they might have had opportunity to have returned. Yes, yeah, so, but they didn't return because they believed God. And anyone that accepts the Lord Jesus Christ into their heart with the Father by the Spirit, if uh, they do that and then they decide, uh, there's too much patience involved with serving the Lord, even though, you know, I believe that there's a kingdom of heaven, I've only got one life to live it, so I'm going to live it here on earth. Uh, well, uh, you're going back to the old country, you're going back to your own ways, and there's no chance for you to be uh, saved to inherit eternal life, the kingdom of heaven, the kingdom of heaven. Praise the Lord to be there with the Lord and all the patriarchs. Now, verse 16, Sharon. But now they desire a better country. Yes, I do too, man. I'm sick and tired of this country, this world with a bunch of nude necks, uh, mental cases running everything here on earth, and they sit and confer one with another. This bunch of empty-headed sea of faces, uh, faceless men, gutless men, uh, men that have no spirituality about them whatsoever. But now they desire, the people of the Lord desire a better country. And then continue on, Sharon. That is an heavenly. Yeah, a heavenly country where you, a man never dies, a woman never dies, and you look as young as you did, even better than you ever did in your life, and you're there forever. And there's such a feeling of um, heaven there. It's like uh, there's no ecstasy on the face of this earth that can compare to the ecstasy of uh, the kingdom of heaven. And when you really, really believe in God, enough to serve him with all your heart, all your soul, all your mind and strength to keep the first commandment, because if you don't do that, you're out. Wherefore, God is not ashamed to be called their God. What? God's not ashamed to be called the God of these men that have many wives? No, he's not. But he's ashamed of you if you think that's wrong. And you know, God does whatever he pleases. And that goes way back 
We say, but Adam only had one wife. Yes, that's true. But let me tell you something. They also were naked. And Eve sinned, and therefore she is subservient. Now, she's not Adam's equal any longer, and she's certainly not above uh, Adam, and she's certainly not above the Lord. They ran around naked, but the Lord put clothes on them and said that we have to keep clothes on us. We have to wear clothing. For he has prepared for them a city, in a city where the Lamb is the light. God is not ashamed to be called their God. And I'm not ashamed of God. Now, I'm primarily protecting the gospel. And that's what I'm called to do is to uh, exalt God, exalt Christ, exalt the Holy Spirit, exalt the word of God. The Vatican's goal is to destroy the word of God and to, in the media, to, to push evolution. Never happened, folks. Verse 17, Sharon. By faith, Abraham. Abraham, who has had uh, several wives, then what? When he was tried, offered up Isaac, and he that had received the promises offered up his only begotten son. So he was given the promise. He says, now I want you to give your son your only begotten son so that Abraham would know what it's like for God to give up his only begotten son. And so Abraham knew that, uh, he said that from his son, there would be so many people come from him that you wouldn't be able to count them all. No, you wouldn't be able to, there'd be hundreds of millions of them. And so Abraham believed that if he uh, killed him and burned him, that he would formulate him again into a, a boy or a young man. And so he trusted God. He had received the promise. So by faith, Abraham, the man with many wives, when he was tried, in other words, God's going to try us all, offered up Isaac, his only son, and he that had received the promises, of uh, offered up his only begotten son. Verse 18, of whom it was said that in Isaac shall thy seed be called. Not Ishmael, the Arab, or the Palestinian. Verse 19, accounting that God was able to raise him up from the dead, even from the dead from whence also he received him in a figure. In other words, uh, Isaac was already dead. It was impossible for Abraham, the man with many wives, and uh, Sarah to have a child, uh, looking at it from a doctor's standpoint or a scientist's standpoint. But he was already dead, uh, but he became a boy a baby boy, and he came out of a dead woman's womb and from a dead man's loins. Verse 20, Sharon. By faith Isaac blessed Jacob and Esau concerning things to come. Verse 21. 
By faith Jacob, when he was a dying, blessed both the sons of Joseph, and worshipped, leaning upon the top of his staff. Okay, now let's go on by a little fast. By faith Jacob, the man with many wives, he had four wives, when he was a dying, blessed both the sons of Joseph. Now Joseph... Uh, who is also the son of a polygamist, a man with many wives, and worshipped, leaning upon the top of his staff. Verse 22, Sharon. By faith, Joseph, when he died, made mention of the departing of the children of Israel and gave commandment concerning his bones. Verse 23. By faith, Moses... Moses... The man with many wives, when he was what? Born, was hid three months of his parents because they saw he was a proper child and they were not afraid of the king's commandment. The king's commandment of Egypt was to kill all male babies, just like it's the commandment of the Pope that it's all right in all these women in this country that it's all right for them to murder their child because their body belongs to themselves, and even whatever comes out of their body belongs to them. They can have the choice to let it live or die. This is Antichrist, you wicked women out there. This was happening back then in those days as well. Now verse 24. By faith Moses, Moses the man who had many wives, when he was come to years, he was 120 years old, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter. Well, he was actually 80 years old then, and then he started serving the Lord. And he lived another 40 years. Now, verse 25. Choosing rather to suffer affliction with the people of God. Yes, I would rather suffer affliction with the people of God than to enjoy the pleasures of sin for just a few more days, for just for, just for a season, the Bible says. Then verse 26, yeah. Esteeming the reproach of Christ greater riches than the treasures in Egypt. Yeah, I do the same thing, though. I've been slandered by so many people, it's unbelievable, but I just keep preaching Jesus. I esteem the reproach, the reproach of Christ by the people, the media, the the homosexual and child molesting church, which is uh, totally sinful. I, be I believe I'd rather receive, and I can sh I've shown everybody in this world that I've taken their flack because I figure the reproach of Christ greater riches than the treasures in Egypt or in this world. For he had respect unto the recompense of the reward. In other words, we're going to be rewarded if we stand fast and don't waver. We don't waver, and we just uphold the bloodstained banner of the Lord and keep the commandments of the Lord. Even though polygamy or having many wives is of the Lord, well, um, you know, come in and see if it's the truth or not. Verse 27. By faith he forsook Egypt, not fearing the wrath of the king. But For even if it were true, it's still not sin. By faith 
he forsook Egypt. Oh, the beautiful splendor of that country, not fearing the wrath of the king there, the Pharaoh, for he endured as seeing him who is invisible and feared him more. Then 28. Through faith he kept the Passover and the sprinkling of blood, lest he that destroyed the firstborn should touch them. Verse 29. Yeah. He that destroyed the firstborn, that was God, sending the death angel unto Egypt for um, the, them not displaying the blood of uh, Jesus, which was symbolic of the blood of Jesus. Then verse 29. By faith they passed through the Red Sea as by dry land. Isn't it something how the Lord just opened the Red Sea for this bunch of men, women, and children that were, they had many wives? All right. Um, uh, let's see, which the uh, Egypt, the Egyptians, uh, saying to do were drowned. Okay, now we're going to take this up. My time is up again. And so, uh, you know, we're staying here at a hotel, and so you're going to hear stuff from the hallway and planes above and from the swimming pool and everything. But uh, right now it's time to pray. And so those of you that would uh, want to give your heart to the Lord instead of to the Pope or to the President or to any other cause, say this prayer to the Lord so that you can be saved. Say to the Lord, my Lord and my God, have mercy upon my soul, a sinner. I believe that Jesus Christ, the Word of God, is the Son of the living God and is the Word of God. And I believe uh, that he died on the cross and shed his precious blood for the forgiveness of all my former filthy sins. And I believe that you, Father God, uh, you, Holy Spirit, raised Jesus from the dead by the power of the Holy Spirit. I open the door of my heart and I invite you into my heart, Lord Jesus, Father God, Holy Spirit. Uh, wash all my former filthy sins away in the precious blood that you shed for me. You will not turn me away, Lord Jesus. You will save my soul. I know because your word says so. Your word is God. Uh, therefore, I know that you have heard me. I know that you have answered me. And I know that I'm saved. And I thank you, Lord Jesus, for saving my soul. Now just raise your hands up and praise the Lord. We'll give him a, with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Say, praise you, Jesus, for saving my soul. Now get yourself the King James Version of the Bible, the old King James, not the new one. The new one is quite uh, different than the old. Uh, Sharon, tell our listening audience how they can receive a copy of this program, number 628. Go to com or write to Tony Alamo Christian Ministries, P.O. Box 6467, Texarkana, Texas 75505, or call area code 479 782 7370. That's 479 782 7370. Or fax to area code 479 782 7406. Praise the Lord. This is World Pastor Tony Alamo saying, God bless you and tune in tomorrow for another powerful message. Um, powerful because it's coming right from the Bible. The Bible, the, the Spirit of God.
Just hold my hand and strengthen me. 